All right. Hey, Steve, if you're listening, you see I figured out how to do this uh, theme music on this pod being live. It's obviously not as smooth coming in and out. But, man, this little podcast live thing is actually pretty cool. I like it, playing with it. Uh, last day, me editing my own stuff. It'll be back to the perfect uh, editing of Steve, the best audio engineer around. Shout out to Mansfield Podcast Studio in Mansfield, Texas. But uh, let's let's get into the show. It is Friday, July 16th, 2021. Uh, before we go into the show, though, if, 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 if you can today, right now, while you're listening, pause this and send my podcast to one person, just one person, just one person you've never sent it to. And, 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 and if you want to, you can even add, this is the dopest podcast I ever listened to about money. But, but don't lie. Like, if it's not, don't. But just send it. Especially if you listen, if you listen to this frequently. I, I know I have, each episode gets something like, you know, 15, 50 to 100 downloads. Right, I get about 1,500 downloads a month. Um, and it's not always the same people. Um, so, you know. If you listen to a multiple, if you listen to multiple episodes and you've gotten value, just share it with one new person, please. It would help a lot. If you want to go above and beyond, give me a review on Apple Podcasts if that's how you listen. Uh, but let's let's get into it. So I was listening to this podcast episode that was talking about like the the American dream, right? The current American dream for people who grad who graduated college in the two thousands. <laughs> And that current American dream is you graduate with six figures or, or close to it in student loan debt, and then you and then you optimize your life around paying off that student loan debt. And I was like, man, that's a depressing way to say it, but it's it's so true because so many people like hate their job, but they have to take some sort of job that they hate for a long period of time to pay off the student loans because you 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 come out with that debt and then you add on everything else you got to pay for, and it's just. You know the rat race gets worse, and so this is this gives you a picture of why you see so many young folks just build an entirely new world outside of the current system: the, the Bitcoin, uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, tech companies. Um, that's how humans continue to innovate. So I thought that was an interesting, uh, you know, interesting way to put it. I'd never thought about it like that, but it's. It is true. And so when the old system doesn't work, you just abandon it and go build a new one. Next next topic I want to cover is like, this is the time to invest. And, and I don't have any data or metrics to uh, point to in this example, but I, I go off, you know, sentiment, questions I get. I, I have a big enough audience and enough clients to get a feel for when I'm for where sentiment is from, from the everyday investor. And like three months ago, everybody was asking investing questions. They were, they were wanting to be aggressive. They were wanting to be risky. You know, I was talking frequently to a lot of people. And now, you know, people still want to invest, but, but that fervor is gone. And pe- people are no longer like messaging me a bunch of different questions. They're not definitely trying to be uh, very aggressive. You know, I could, I could get the feel that people are getting wary you know, because the, the, the asset classes that they were excited about, you know, new tech companies, Bitcoin, that I think is part of the five-year vision of what's, what is likely to do the best. You know, 
I feel that enthusiasm for a lot of people, um, you know, has left. I also feel, uh, and this is, you know, just, you know, knowing my clients and people I'm talking to, I feel that some of them might be even close to the point of saying, uh, we got to find something new, right? This is not working. Let's find something new, right? And when you get, and when you get to that point, we're not quite there yet, but we're around the corner. And when you get to that part, and really when you're in this part, I get super excited because the, the, the fervor is going. Whenever you get rid of the, the high emotions on the upside and people are neutral to, to you know, nervous, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love investing in because that is, that is the right time. I was playing to a buddy on the phone. I say, if you look at, if you look at any, uh, you know, most asset classes, but specifically like this is for most asset classes, but it's also tougher to, you know, tougher to emotionally go through when you're looking at a very volatile one, which has high upside, um, you know, markets in general, those, those asset classes, they move about, they move sideways for about a third of the time. Uh, they're, they're, they're negative for about a third of the time, but then they make the majority of their money in a third of the time where they're doing, where, where they're going up. Right. And, and again, this is just, you know, gut feel. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's actually, there's actual data around this specific third, third and third. If I read it somewhere and somebody done the study, I haven't, and I can't reference the study. So I don't, I don't, I forget where I read it, but when I read it, I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Um, so, so what ends up, so going back to that, what ends up happening is obviously the third when it's you know when it's down right the you know the, in the beginning there's still the euphoric people are hoping it's gonna go back up then you get to the middle of the third when it's down people are like um, you know um, they're they're neutral and then you got the last third where people are just panicking um, and, and, and and getting out um, so that's like that's sections within the downside. But then in the sideways period of time where the asset class is moving sideways, you know, you just have, you know, complete boredom, you know, it's just boredom because it's not going anywhere. Right. And then that third where it's going gangbusters, that's in the beginning, people don't notice it. Then midway, you're like, wait a minute, I'm making some money. And then that third part of the, 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 the upside third is where you get the euphoria. So you can dissect it even further within the thirds. Here's my point. My point is, that, that's tough to time. Like you can't time it. The only way to participate in that third where you make all the money is to be positioned because it, because it happens and it sneaks up on you. I was like, again, in, in the same conversation, I was like, like the Bitcoin run up last year, you know, like I bought some aggressively in May and, it, and you know, and it was, it was going up, but it, it had, you know, it, it had been up and down for, you know, for a while. Matter of fact, Earlier that year, I think like March is when it had dropped from 9,000 to 3,000, you know. Um, and so you just, you know, it was, you know, I bought for long term um, and you made a ton of your money in Bitcoin, you know, last year in the back half of the months, right, in a short period of time. But you had to have helped, you know, held on to it. And I'm sure the longer term Bitcoin has the same story about Bitcoin. So, it, it, it's and, and I'm just I'm using Bitcoin as an example because it's the recent example that you know made a lot of money for a lot of folks uh, who were invested in it. But it applies to any asset class. You have Kathy Woods Art Fund didn't do much for a lot of period of time. Tesla is another example. Tesla made a ton of money last year, right? It was it was you know 2018. You know folks were super hating on Tesla, so in a short period of time made a lot of money. But that's that's 
that's how investments work. I don't know why it works that way. You know, I know it works that way in business too, just in life. Like right when you're ready to give up um, is the worst time to give up there. Matter of fact, side note. So uh, you know, my 10 year old this summer, I started having him watch these cartoons on YouTube about, um, you know, different success principles. And so one of them was a Think and Grow Rich series. And it was about this, this I'm going to mess it up, uncle and son team or father and son team that um, that discovered this gold deposit. Um, and so they, they, they found some and they got really excited to invest a bunch of money into buying a bunch of different stuff to dig some more gold. And they were digging and digging and digging and digging. And they weren't finding it anymore. And they just kept digging. And then finally, like they gave up and they sold their equipment to some, you know, some engineer or something like that. So then he went and got somebody who was an expert in, you know, digging stuff up. And the dude was like, oh, hey, if you just dig right here, you're probably going to find some gold. And then so so he went there and he dug for he dug for a little bit and they ended up finding the largest gold deposit, you know, ever found at that time. And the crazy part was the, the people who gave up, like that gold deposit was not that far from where they stopped digging. And, and so the, you know, the uh the you know there's a whole other story called acres of diamonds just google it i won't talk about it but it's a short story about acres of diamonds right it's a real story but no story but but the whole point is in anything in life you can't give up because because almost always the if you're doing the right things the point where you want to give up is like right when you're going to have that that breakthrough and so that's the same with investing like a lot of folks are getting weary and that's that's good for the folks that are going to have the diamond hands like me and like and, and like the majority of my clients. I hope all of them have diamond hands, um, you know, but you have to have that long term mindset. I, like here's my mindset. I'm fairly I'm really confident on my five year thesis where I'm not confident is if it's going to happen, um, if we're going to earn the returns that I expect over consistently over a five year period of time, which I'm probably sure it's not going to happen. Like I'm okay with us earning nothing all the way until, you know, the last week of 2026, which is five years from now. Like I'm, I'm comfortable, you know, with, with that plan out, right? We make all the money I expect to make the last week of 2026. And in between now and then I'm not caring, right? All I'm doing is checking to see has my investment thesis changed, right? The, the, the big macro opportunities around money, energy, transportation, Retail, right? Uh, you know, have healthcare. Have those trends changed, right? If they haven't changed, which they're probably not, because those are you know multi-decade trends, right? Then it's okay. The companies that I own, you know, have the CEOs and their team change strategies because I picked, you know, I picked Square because Jack Dorsey gets the future of fintech, you know, better than almost anybody. You know, as, as, as Brian Armstrong, CEO of Coinbase, is him and his team, you know, not going where the industry is going, right? Because I, I know where it's going. Then I pay attention to industry trends. Then I'm looking at the management teams and are they, do they get it or do they, do they, or are they going off track? Are they getting, um, you know, too old school? Is Mark, is Mark Zuckerberg, right? Is he uh, executing? the new reality right and what i see right now is for example you know mark zuckerberg and jack dorsey who are you know 
relatively young guys, real smart guys. They know where it's going. Like, and 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 watch this, because there's so much there. What's happening right now is the social media companies, the Jack Dorsey and 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 and, and uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. They know that governments don't like all the power they have. They don't want the power. And the way to get away from the and what you see in Bitcoin is the governments are afraid of, of, of Bitcoin for being a decentralized monetary system, but they don't have one person to attack or a team to attack. But they can attack and keep bringing in social media CEOs and just pressure them and pressure them to give them what they want. And so what's happening is people are realizing, oh, we need a decentralized social network. But that way, you know, I'm not responsible for idiots posting stupid things because it's a decentralized platform. It's a platform for the people. You know, the people can manage it versus them being in charge of it. And people say, well, how are they going to make money? Well, they're going to make money on the finance side, right? So you see, you know, it's why you saw Zuckerberg go, you know, create that DM coin, right, a while back and try to figure out a way to do that. Um, it's and, and by the way, if you think he's given up, uh, he hasn't. It's, as a matter of fact, he just announced that they're going to invest you know, a billion dollars into creators and con content folks on uh, on Facebook. It's, it's uh, you know, part of him posting more things on Facebook that, that you're not the only one that sees them is to, to, to change the, his branding, right? Make them less of a bad guy. But they're also, you know, and, and giving money to creators so they can be more creator friendly. But it, it's going to move to a world to where they're like, cool, we don't need to make money on the platform, right? We need to enable tools that business owners and creators can use um, to make money and sell their products and we'll make money on the finance side. And so that's where Facebook is going. That's where Twitter is going. Jack Dorsey, I don't own Twitter, but I own Cash App because the vehicle as as they decentral as they make Twitter more decentralized, um, the, the way to make money is going to be A, enabling those tools on the platform. You, you see they came out with a subscription service on Twitter, but also the finance side, which Cash App will do. So this has happened. Like if you understand um, DeFi and where that's going, um, um, you know, then you understand that, okay, Jack Dorsey is, and, 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 and Mark Zuckerberg, social media companies, they're going to build DeFi on top of, you know, um, on top of a decentralized platform. But what's interesting is, you know, Jack Dorsey and, um, you know, and Zuckerberg or Facebook are Bitcoin only. Right? They don't. They don't fool with you. They're going. They're going to build DeFi on top of Bitcoin, and I think that's the difference, right? One, it's there. There's an arbitrage happening because a lot of people don't understand finance. They don't understand the central banking system, and, and in a sense, then, then they don't understand why people who understand money, business, the future, like the hardcore folks, are are Bitcoin only, not the not the trend traders, right? The people that, that understand technology and understand money. They're like, oh yeah, Bitcoin only. Like that, that, that's why I'm Bitcoin only. Because once you understand it, then you understand all these other coins are just the arbitrage for ignorance. Meaning people who don't understand, they're like, I know I don't want to hold cash. Right? I know holding cash is a bad idea, right? Um, so I need to get my money out of cash. And so, you know, they think Dogecoin or whatever is better than cash. But what they don't understand is, well, here's where the market's going and here's why. If you understand cash and technology, so you know, think think about the best minds um, uh, in finance and that are open to technology and that are flexible. Like they, all those people have the majority of their money in Bitcoin. Paul Paul Tudor jumped like the the old school, but 
flexible macro titans, Bitcoin, right? El Salvador, that president, he didn't he didn't make everything legal. He didn't make uh, other coins legal tender. He made Bitcoin legal tender. It's not and it's not because there's a conspiracy of Bitcoin folks converting folks. It's just because like once you understand it, you're like, mm, yeah, Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin is is it. So going back to it, uh, you have um, you know you have these CEOs. Uh, and, and I'm flowing to my next topic because I, you know, I talked about it time to be, it's been a good time to invest. But now I'm flowing to my next topic, which is the whole um, uh, Jack Dorsey announcing yesterday uh, about the, the new company that he's uh, that's being created uh, within Square. They're combining Cash App, Sellers, and Title into into one company called TBD. Right, TBD. And, we don't, we don't know if that's actually the like that's actually the real name, but we don't know what it actually um, what it actually means yet. And so uh, under that, you know, he's already building a um, uh, a Bitcoin hardware wallet, which is going back to what I was saying in the previous episode. Hardware, you know, um, wallets, digital wallets will, are the new banks. So he he's spot on with that uh, and building a Bitcoin only wallet. Like think of, I, I believe. But Jack Dorsey's understanding and his ability to build brand, and and they already built great hardware with the, um, you know, for 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 the sellers' customers is the seller ecosystem. I'll get into that, but it's basically like business owners who who have those kiosks to to um, uh, to, 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 to you know take payments or whatever. So they have amazing hardware for that. Um, so I, I really think it's a it's a it's a it's not a far fetched idea for Square to be the Apple of Bitcoin hardware wallets, you know, um, as I mentioned, they're building DeFi on top of Bitcoin, right? Look up DeFi and what that means, but it's basically a decentralized financial system. They're building on top of Bitcoin. It's going to be completely open source. So the company TBD will be completely open source. What does open source mean? So let's, um, the iOS, you know, um, operating system which is the operating system that <clears throat> apple has for the iphone um apple owns ios but it's open source so if you're a developer you can build an app <clears throat> on their software you know for for your business so facebook can build a facebook mobile app on ios epic games can put fortnite on ios right it's open source meaning if, if apple wanted to create all the you know, apps themselves um, on on the iOS platform, that'll be hard. It'll, it'll be real expensive because you need to hire a lot of people. Um, but what they say is, let's, let's make it open source and let's let the people, let's let, you know, anybody who wants to, who meets, you know, who follows the standards of iOS build on the platform because then we get a cut of what they do and they win. So it's a win-win all around and we can grow a massive business without hiring a bunch of people. Like they have millions of developers working on iOS and they reap the benefits of people working on iOS, the platform they use on their behalf. Salesforce is the same way. Um, Android is the same way. Uh, Facebook with their F8 is the same way. AWS, which Amazon owns, is the same thing. So platform uh, companies um, typically have open source development, which allows them to um, you know, benefit financially by creating the, the, the open source software they don't have to create all the products and so that is that is what um jack dorsey and his team at square are doing when they're combining the the, the cash app company 
with the seller company, the seller ecosystem company with title. So let me go through what sellers is. Settle, seller is, as I mentioned, you know, the, uh, you know, the company they use to help people start businesses, run businesses, grow their businesses by offering a range of tools, uh, including point of sale, virtual uh, terminal product, you know, uh, little kiosk things, little har hardware, uh, which gives them the also invoice, um, manage their business, uh, um, financial software. And so it, you know, it's, it's uh, anybody who uses Square, if you have a business, you're probably like, yeah, I love, I love this product. It's a, it's a product that's loved, but they're combining all those things. And you can think of Cash App. So Seller is the, the business ecosystem. Cash App is the individual retail ecosystem. Title, you know the title is. Title is Jay-Z's company that they, that they bought. And so they'll integrate that somehow, which I think is going to be uh, super dope. I don't know how they're going to integrate it, but I just love having music in there. Um, so it'll it'll work some way because I like I like the fact that um, you know Facebook and Instagram integrates music with their platform, but um, uh, what 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 they are building at Square, which again as I mentioned we own that company as a stock and a market opportunity strategy, and, and we own the company before you know this announcement just came yesterday, but because I understand that Jack gets it and he was doing all the right things with Square and he just he, he's making the right move. I'm like man I want to buy some more Square stock because. That took what I expected Square to do. I mean, I think I think this is a this doubles at, at the minimum. I think this doubles the valuation of what I think Square can be in five years for me personally. Right, I'm still doing the work, but doubling is easy because of because when you build an open source software technology on top of the crypto protocol that the world is going to move on to, I mean, sweet Jesus, like the sky's the limit on and. and Jack has street cred in the Bitcoin community and Bitcoin software developers, the lead developers. I mean, they mess with Jack. You know, Jack is Jack is that dude. And that means a lot for trust for you being a developer and want to build that platform. And he gets like Jack is a. Yeah, man, you, you, you get to feel he's not, he's not doing it for the money. Right. And that's important in the decentralized finance ecosystem. He has that street cred. Um, so just interesting. You know, I, I know I flow from one topic to the other one that one but it kind of flowed naturally uh if i had to tie a pretty bone what i just what i just said the point is you know my, my point is like my excitement and enthusiasm about investing in the macro opportunities that i see has not gone down because of the lack of price action recently it's actually going up the more and more i know because the companies that we own um, or the majority of them are executing exactly towards where the market is going. And so some, if, if you, if you understand like the big picture of what, what areas are changing money, commerce, transportation, health, energy, right. And then you understand the themes that are playing out within that, you know, within those areas, which one of the big things is the move towards decentralization, right. With money, the move specifically towards Bitcoin. Um, you know, uh, and I covered the other ones in a previous episode. Uh, then you can say, okay, now which companies are executing, uh, you know, towards that vision uh, of, of where things are going. So uh, that's exciting. Here, here's the last part, and this is just like, this is just has, has nothing to do with money per se, but it's just an interesting thought that I thought you might appreciate. 
why people hate. And so I was reading this, this, this book about, um, you know, our brains and, and, and why we do what we do. And, and, and all of us have really two parts to our brains. We have the logical part, the reasoning part that is relatively the, the young part about our brain. It's, it's the part of our brain that says, hey, I want to be healthy. Right. I want to logically, I understand that if I don't, if I'm not, if I don't eat healthy, and I don't work out. That is bad. It's the logical part. Then we have the primitive part, which is which is naturally the strongest. Uh, if, like it, it don't have to stay the strongest, but naturally, like when we, you know, you look at a kid, like it's the one that drives kids the most. It's like it's the million dollar year old, the million year old brain that has come from just like evolution. Right. It's, you know, it's um the stuff that we do unconsciously that we don't really understand going back to eating is while we know that logically we should eat well and work out but we just we don't feel like it. we don't want to right there's all these like all this programming in us that um that 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 we have to fight right and so ever you know evolution comes from developing that logical brain and and and, and rewire and forcing yourself to rewire Right. You use the logical brain to rewire the emotional brain by uh, building good habits over time. Um, it's, it's how like it's straight up how evolution happens in people. And then and then once that new DNA programming comes, you can pass that programming on to your to your kids. Right. Um, through through nurture and nature. Right. I mean, if you develop them before you had them, then you pass it on, you know, by nature. And you can also teach them to nurture. But if if you had them. And you haven't developed uh, all that stuff, which you're going to always be developing. Then you can pass it along and helping them build habits so that they can pass it on to their kids uh, through nurture, right? Or through nature, right? That's deep. Um, so when you're talking about why people hate, right? So, so, so go back to like unemotionally, like non-PC human beings, right? Our job is to just... Uh, move forward our species right as a species every every species wants to advance their species right we want to we want to we wanna, you know create more uh humans so that humans can be um continue to grow right i'm talking about the species individually you know we got our own thing but as a species like at the raw level the the the, the, the million year old brain right we just want to advance our species and so as a male right at the raw level again i ain't talking about the 20 you know, 21st century PC stuff, but as a as a as a male, right? When a when a female's picking a mate, she wants a provider. She wants a protector. She wants somebody who is who is strong, right? I think you know if if the female back in the day had like the manly man, she knew that he can go out and go hunt, bring food home, right? And, and by the way, to do that, he has to be healthy. He has to be strong, right? He has to be like you know. Going, you know, there were cultures where, like, um, um, the men who were the, the best hunters, right, got first choice of women, and I, I, a lot of times they had multiple women, right? Um, but the women, um, you know, and so and so the men, you know, would do as possible to become the strongest, the best hunter, right? Because they also wanted the first pick of the woman, right? So going, you know, so going to the women's end, like the, the this is like real deep, like. If you want to understand why women have so much power, you know, men, we produce, if, if going back to what I was saying, we, we want to produce more species, right? So men, we produce like millions of sperm a day. I know this is deep. 
women ha only have limited amount of eggs they're going to produce like ever. So scarcity, right? And so men, we're like, we want to compete for that scarcity, right? Um, and because from a, from a pure um, reproductive system, like women are more scarce because they're because the reproductive organs, the eggs, are more scarce than all the you know sperm that we produce every single day. So you know the men are competing and saying, "Oh, I beat my chest! I'm the strongest!" Right? Um, and and and, the, and 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 then women, right? They, you know, when a man, you know, men are highly visual, right? So men are um, like visual creatures. Like we could, you know, see a woman and see, oh, and, and and that comes from, you know, deep level of saying, okay, if I want to produce offspring, I got to find a woman that could uh, that could carry you know, our, our kids uh, in a healthy way, which comes from shape, right? Um, and so we're highly visual and triggering who would be a good mate for, you know, for us, you know, women are looking at it. Um, and I, I, I feel like this is so non-PC, but again, I'm, I'm prefacing it with, you know, this is primal instincts, right? And so if you understand though, if you understand, you know, that, you know, women want a, a strong protector, uh, provider, Tight role. There's all kinds of cues that um, that they look at. You know, uh, height, strength. Can they fight? Masculinity of the jawbone, right? How they smell, right? Women can pick up um, whether they're related to some to to another um, person via smell, right? A deep a deep study, which that's important because they want healthy offspring. So if you, you know, if you if you if you're related to a woman, then that's not great for healthy offspring, right? So because 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 women also want to produce um you know kids that can reproduce more right so they want just a male they want you know a healthy male so they can provide and protect a female they want to you know um, um they want their daughters to be healthy beautiful so they can attract male right it's deep um here, here's where i'm going with it uh so why do people so i gave you that background with the background now you understand it when you know, when I used to always wonder, like when a woman walks in a room, women like pick apart other women's outfits and how they look. But it's a natural protective instinct because primal, right? If, you know, if it's competition for advancing um, your DNA, right, e either you're the, you know, uh, best looking, you know, female in the room. Um, or if you feel like it's threatened, you have to tear down the other uh, female to make the other males choose you as a mate and vice versa with men, right? Men, when we walk in a room, I don't know if females know this, but when men walk in a room, it's an unspoken energy of who's more dominant, right? It's just, and I'm not saying all, all dudes do this, not all women do this, but I'm talking at a, at a, at a basic level of our primal primal see, especially like the more alpha male you know I'm, I'm i'm a very alpha male and so when i enter the room but all men know this like if you when you put your husbands or your boyfriends into a group of men that don't know each other we quickly figure out who's the most dominant male in the room like it's just i can't explain how we do it it's the natural programming but we figure out who's the most dominant right and um um and that you know it, it is what it is but 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 that's what that's what um but and, and then if 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 you want to be the most dominant male and you know you're not in the room, right? Then you then some males like, oh, I don't like him, right? And the reason I don't like him is because they gotta figure out they gotta figure out a way to bring that male down so they can be the most dominant, so they can have the pick 
of uh, the women of their choice. And um, and again, understand the context of what I'm saying. I'm saying this is all happening in our DNA in the background. It doesn't mean we act on it, right? It just it's those emotions that we have when you go, I don't know why I don't like that dude, right? You you're not we're not in the room trying to mate with other women, you know, like uh, or you know, I'm saying I'm not, you know, or you know, um, but what I'm saying is uh, it's just the natural programming, right? It's like why do I do what I do? Well, it's 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 your programming. It's innate. It makes sense. The beauty of it is you can use your 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 logical brain to short circuit. Especially the reason why I read so much psychology is I want to understand the stuff that I don't understand. So if I understand, oh, this is what's happening. Cool, I can shut that off. I can shut that urge off. You know, I understand what's going on. Um, so I shut it off and I revert to the to the logical and I re and I reprogram myself. But on the on the, on the other end, that kind of stuff also is not not all bad because. As humans, like we we communicate non-verbally more than we communicate verbally, and that kind of stuff is is important for um, for communicate with other humans, right? Uh, another example is like, you know, as an advisor, because I'm an alpha male, because I'm, you know, what I'm saying like I, you know, um, I'm, I'm I don't I don't know I I don't want to go down a non-PC path but what i'm saying is specifically in sales right in sales the people that can use their logic and can appeal to pe- people's primitive um natures um they they, they do the best of this like the best looking the, the people who take care of their uh physical appearance and health the most um have a leg up on people who 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 don't right or the people that you know, like who who wants an advisor that's like weak and unsure of, him, of himself? Nobody wants a weak and unsure wealth manager, right? People want a wealth manager that is sure of themselves, that's confident, that's 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 dominant, right? Um, they don't want a weak wealth manager, right? And so, you know, the fact that I'm that I'm you know an alpha male or my buddy, like the best advisors that I know that are alpha males, right? They don't have a problem finding clients because, you know, what I'm saying like it's this. It's, it goes back to, you know, people, people want to follow people who are stronger, even, even, even like men, right. Going back to the, like, you know, if, if you got the King, right, the King has to have uh, warriors and warriors want to follow a dominant leader. Right. So it's not just men and women. Right. It's, 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 it's like deep. Right. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I know it has nothing to do with, actually that has something to do with money, but um, uh but I just, I, I just want to share that because I thought it was a, 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 a very interesting read. Let me know what you think about that. So I rambled for a bit, um, but um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to develop that thinking even more. So uh, y'all enjoy your weekend. Give my disclaimer. All this information I talked about is not for uh, not investment advice. This is for informational and educational purposes only. You need to seek your own counsel before making investment decisions. Investing involves risk. Um, and these are just my thoughts and opinions. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm. Y'all enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday.